1: put the spring back into your step and into your home too. shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45% up to 45% off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply
2: and a pleasant good afternoon to you and welcome to fans in the pro on this friday december 29th 2023 the final friday of this year. Mike Oss with Deuce McAllister on the show today. Todd Graffinini at 4:35 as we'll talk with the voice of the Pelicans. They've got a game with the Lakers to uh, Sunday night. My days are a little mixed up. And at 5:20, we'll talk with Rick Stroud. We've talked to him before, covers the Buccaneers and the NFL for the Tampa Bay Times. That's coming up at 5:20. So that's what's coming up in the next couple of hours as we take you to six o'clock. How are you, my friend? I'm
3: doing good. I don't know about pleasant. That 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 outside is <laughs> it's ple- yeah. Well, it, it,
2: it's pleasantly cool. Yes. You know, uh, especially This morning it was cold. And it was my my wife told me this morning I was flying and she, I was in where Charlotte. She was, it's colder here than where you are. Right. And I was like whoa. Right. I was in short sleeves. I was it, not prepared. It,
3: it felt like it was, and I, and I had to check twice. It felt 32 degrees. I mean, and so it wasn't freezing, but it was freezing. Temperature wise, early this morning, I'm talking about. We're, we're talking six thirty, seven o'clock. Yeah, and so it's like, ooh, you, you, you go outside, it's it's gonna bite you a little bit. So it's gonna get
4: better.
2: It's yeah, it, get it, better. It, it'll definitely get Although better. I, I, I'm now the the, the the Austin fans are pretty much the Texas Longhorn people, they, they know that we're pretty horizontal. They they get some chilly. They get whatever we get, they get the high that they're on right
3: now, Mike. They
2: don't care. They don't. <laughs> Care, but Washington, they might think, Hey, man, we're going down to the south. This is they got here and went, whoa! I mean, even (laughs) for them, though, this is short, short weather. That's true, that's true. 50 degrees, that's true.
3: You just put on a light, light pullover and some shorts, and so they're ecstatic. But I mean, uh, Texas right now to be in the playoffs, um, to go through kind of what they had to go through, yeah, they're they're on cloud now, right now, and so the weather that's the least of their concern and worry.
2: That is Monday night, Caesars Superdome. Texas against Washington, 745 Central. The first game, Alabama and Michigan in the Rose Bowl, 4 o'clock Central. So you'll be uh, the 745 Central start. Well, you, know, you know how these games get. Yep. It'll be, that's going to be late. Yeah.
3: It's going to be good. Yeah, It's going to be great, but it's going to be late. Uh, and, and, and And the worst
2: part about it? Most people have to go back to work <laughs> well, on no, January, Tuesday, January 2nd. That right. Tuesday. That's right.
3: And, and it's not like, you know, if this game was, was Sunday, then, you know, everybody gets to enjoy the first, et cetera. But I mean, it's like, all right, you got to go back to work the next day.
2: It's like the Super Bowl on Sunday night. That's exactly you know, it's right. late and the kids got to go to school and people having Super Bowl parties. And, uh, so we'll see. It's interesting. I mean, we'll talk about that more later. Cause I'm, I wanted to get your thought. I haven't, you know, we haven't talked a lick or very much about the, the final four, but, uh, we'll get to that but uh Saints of course on New Year's Eve as well they'll be in Tampa Bay where they they've lost three, three straight to the Buccaneers they've, they they lost you know earlier this year in week 4 the last time they won there was that 9 nothing win at uh, Tampa at Tampa last time they won at Raymond James and so uh everybody knows the situation Saints need to win out and need uh Tampa to lose to Carolina and then, and if you're just looking at the NFC South, I mean, I, good gosh, the, the, the rest of it, the wild card well, stuff. Oh, yeah, you, please. not please. Nine times out
3: of ten, wild card is not in the options. Right. It's, it, it, it's purely winning the NFC South. Right. And, you know, Tampa is poised to make it three in a row. That's probably the most disappointing part about it.
2: Oh, well, and it's like they are. If you, Now, the Giants came in. Now, they were on a kind of a fake high with DeVito, probably, right. but they had won three of their last four. They were on this hot team. Now, the Rams were a true – had won four of their last five and clearly a very hot football team. And Tampa Bay is the same thing. Now, you You can say –
3: You know, when you talk about those three teams, though, the difference? Look at the quarterbacks. Right. I think with Tommy DeVito, he was making plays out of the pocket, more scramble-type situations, short passes, screens, underneath throws – but when you go and look at the quarterbacks, when you look at Max Stafford, when you played him, even before you played him, some of the throws that he was making, it's like, man, this, this, this guy looks like the Matt Stafford back in Detroit. When you go back and look at Baker Mayfield and some of the things that he has done over the last month, while they've won four in a row, makes you look at it like, man, this, this guy looks like the number one pick. You know, he looks like the number one pick that Cleveland fell in love with. And um, he's playing with a chip on his shoulder. He hadn't been perfect by any means, but their defense is back to playing fast. They've always been physical. And then, you know, from an offensive standpoint, they're not making a ton of mistakes. And so they're able to put up points. And, you know, they've, they, they've been really, really impressive over the last – they were a team that got hot because everybody will tell you, you know, it was all muddled up. And it was like, oh, yeah, Tampa's out of it. Or, you know, Atlanta's out of it. It's, it's, it's left up to the Saints. But Tampa, they were able to fix it. And they were able to get you know a couple of key guys back as far as health wise, and you know you go you look back up, and it's like man, they've won four straight, and it's been um, from afar. It's been it's been unique to watch, and so uh, that that's kind of the best comment I have for you.
2: <laughs> well, I think you're you're a hundred percent correct. You know, as Tampa is like the Rams, they're going to go as their quarterback goes. The interesting thing to me is if you look at this four game streak for. Baker Mayfield, nine touchdowns, one pick, mm-hmm. uh, no picks in his last three games, and he really hasn't had a lot of problems with picks this year. He's had seven games without picks at all, but in the first two games of the streak, they beat Carolina and Atlanta, you know, NFC South games, and he threw for under fifty percent, forty-eight point three percent in both games, won both because he didn't throw any picks. He had three touchdowns, uh, and he actually had one pick. But so he's he's even when he's not really kind of making a lot of great throws, man, he, he wasn't killing himself, right? Well, he wasn't and, killing himself.
3: You're not putting your defense having to go out there and, and, and play hero ball where they have to defend a short field or it's sudden change. And so from a defensive standpoint, you're not your offense is not putting you in negative situations. And so, like I said, their defense is good enough anyway. And now they can go out there and just really play just solid defense and you don't have to worry about turnovers being the issue.
2: makes it tough. I don't. I will. I haven't seen many teams, and you can help me out here, where that is the number one or tied for first in the turnover differential. They've gotten twenty-four turnovers, mm-hmm. eleven fumbles, by the way. They we have we, the Saints have more interceptions, eleven fumbles, which doesn't really surprise me, but but because you know, of the way they play, and their turnover differential is plus ten, tied for first, and they're eight and seven. I mean, you could look in years past and tell me in Week Seventeen, who's leading the turnover differential? I, I bet they're not one game over 500. No,
3: they're not one game over 500, but that tells you the the turnovers have come in bunches for them. Yeah. And then even when they did have some, they were probably turning it over themselves. Right. As well, as well, they were
2: like, look, last week, they were plus four. Yeah. Plus four. I mean, yeah. you, you can jump up pretty pretty quickly when you get plus four, plus five, you mm-hmm. know, things like that. I mean, you're not killing yourself. And they're not.
3: And And, and that's the biggest thing. And so it's like... Um, can you play clean football? Can you get extra possessions, and then can you win in the special teams department? That, that's how you win football games. That's how you win football games. Now there's other formulas where you can have an explosive offense, and you go out and you just outscore people, and you have a good solid, good solid special teams unit, or you can play outstanding defense, which is really hard to do in today's NFL, just because the rules aren't aren't in your favor, and you know be subpar offensively and then have a, 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 a really really good kicker then I mean that, that that's a formula as well but most teams they said we want to play good defense you know doesn't have to be great we want to play good defense offensively we can score we can get in the red zone we can hit a few explosive and then uh special teams wise we're going to be elite that's what most teams do
2: Need to take a break. Mike Hoss, Deuce McAllister, Fans in the Pro. We'll talk about the injury situation. We'll talk about the Pelicans. We'll talk more with the Buccaneers in the five o'clock hour. And we'll talk some, you know, getting ready for the final four of the semifinals of the college football playoffs. We'll take a break. Fans in the pros right here on WWLAMFM.com, always free on the Odyssey app.
3: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
4: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
1: put the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent. up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply
2: well, welcome back fans in the pro also want to invite you to ring in the new year at nola new year's eve fireworks show join us for the spectacular fireworks light up as the Light up the midnight sky along the New Orleans historic riverfront east and West Bank. Start your New Year's Eve celebration with the All-State Sugar Bowl Parade that rolls through the quarter at 2.30. Then explore all of the restaurants and bars and museums and local clubs uh, right down there at the Jack's Brewery. That's where you want to be for the countdown to midnight, followed by the world-class fireworks show. Then New Year's Day, catch the 90th annual All-State Sugar Bowl football classic, the CFP semifinal, no better way to usher in 2024 than the tradition of the traditional Florida lead drop made possible by the generosity of New Orleans and Company and the Nola New Year's Eve fireworks show produced by the Crescent City Countdown Club in partnership with the Mayor's Office of Cultural Economy and the New Orleans Tourism and Cultural Fund and presented by New Orleans and Company, the Allstate Sugar Bowl, the Burger and Teller families, French Quarter Festivals, and JM displays. You gotta be there or stream the fireworks live on WWL.com and WWL Radio Facebook. Mama. We can we can actually do that. We'll be back. We we, we get back probably we get back in time. That's gonna be a lot of traffic. Have you done it before? Which part? The have you been done done the 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 because ba- you, 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 you you drop? read
3: you read a lot. You you read a lot. So say, <laughs> which <true>. which part? <laughs> Let true. me see which part you're talking about. The yes, actual done, the
2: actual baby drop yes. at the Jack's Brewery.
3: Yes, I've I've done it twice. I've been amongst the people. I've been away from the people. Um, it's pretty cool, though. Yeah, and, amongst
2: and the people is. I tell you, the funny, the cool part to me is when you're on Bourbon and then just a hundred thousand people decide, okay, just, we're just moving.
3: Leave. Yeah, we leave. We're Every, moving, er, er, and you're going.
2: And you almost your body has like no choice.
3: You're just kind of getting carried. You're like, what? You're in the flow. That's right. You're in the flow, and you move with everybody else. And then you, you're, you're amongst the people. It's fun. But you know, I I wouldn't advise it for young people, as far as little kids to be out there amongst that. You no, go, you go no. you go, and 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 really get on the, um, I guess what is that the the Riverwalk area where you can you kind of moon yeah, kind of set up and just hang out really. But um, it's always cool, and 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 the fun part is like. All right, when is it over? I mean, because you, it's like and then what? Then what? Yeah, it's a steady <laughs> unless stream unless you got a room down there. It's a steady stream, but then when it's all over, it's all right. We got to make our way back with the people or where everybody's going, right? So it's pretty fun.
2: It pretty is. Fun. I'm glad it's you know it's it's a big weekend. I hope the weather is. I, I think it's supposed to get a little warmer each day progressively. Uh, so that that's good to see. And you've been watching the the bowl scene. I know we got a game on right now. Memphis, yeah, that's the Liber- and, Liberty Bowl right yeah. there. That's the one you did last year, right? Yeah, that's Uh, the one right before the Cleveland game.
3: Is it Liberty Bowl last year, or is that I did Shreveport and I did I can't remember if I did Liberty. I've done the Liberty Bowl, right? I've done the Liberty Bowl, and uh, that's right there in Memphis. And um, no, you were coming from Shreveport. Yeah, so that was Shreveport. You had to go from Shreveport to
2: Dallas, Dallas to Detroit in the car. Last
3: year I had Frisco Bowl, (laughs) Frisco Bowl, and um, I had the. Independence Bowl last year. I had the Frisco Bowl and Independence Bowl. Two years ago, I had the Liberty Bowl, and um, I was somewhere else. But that that's normally a pretty good bowl game. And um, I know a lot of times the home team, like Memphis is playing, that bowl is in Memphis. Right. You know, a lot of times, like, the home team, they, they, they want to leave their, their, their city. But sometimes, like, even uh, – The Music City Bowl, Vanderbilt has ended up playing there. I know Tennessee has ended up playing there. And from a player standpoint, it's like, man, we're just going to Nashville. You know, we're we're, (laughs) we're here. And so that's where it becomes all about the gifts. It's all about the gifts at that point if you're a player because they they want the gifts from it. And, you know, um, we we, we talked about it, Texas and Washington, and this is a playoff for them to be able to come here. But they still get good gifts. As well for I would the imagine the games. gifts
2: are are unimaginable now with 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 I mean basically with Nil I mean well I mean you, in, just NIL, them whatever they want yeah
3: Nil is 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 probably a little different though because every player doesn't get an Nil deal some teams right Utah I know they had a truck deal you know if you were on scholarship but if you're a part of and I think it's maybe 105 of the traveling party every player gets a gift and so, that's a nil for some players. And some of the gifts—I mean, they, I hadn't checked it or saw it lately or the re, uh, the latest. But you know, some te- some bowls they would give out the PlayStation. You know, the newest PlayStation or the new whatever the new hottest game. That's what some of the players would get. And so the PS4 or whatever it was. And um, I was happy. I think uh, ours was like a. Uh, not the iPod, but it was the. I think, I guess it was the iPod. The, was, to play music, yeah, to play music on. Yeah, I mean, and so that tells you. Not too long. you are right. still talking it's twenty right. plus years ago, but yeah. I mean, it's like you got an iPod to play music on. Yeah,
2: back then it was that was the PS4 of the day, man. Right, so it was cool. That I was agree. cool. We'll talk more about that, and we'll actually, you know, get your get your thoughts about it. But we are going to take a little break. And we'll kind of change gears, talk Pelicans. Got a big win against Utah and a closely contested game and have really played pretty solid basketball since that Laker loss, and it will be the Lakers coming to town Sunday night, Smoothie King Center, big weekend uh, at our, on our campus, Smoothie King Center and Caesar Superdome. So we'll take a break and we'll talk with Todd Graffinini, the voice of the Pelicans, when we come back here on Fans in the Pro, WWLAMFM.com, always free on the Odyssey app.
4: now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights stories and breaking news right on your home feed follow the action with game Tip, where 3d replays add another dimension plus notifications can keep you connected to every pitch every hit every game the mlb app baseball your way download it now for free from the app store or google play blackout and other restrictions apply major league baseball trademarks parts used with permission
2: and welcome back to fans in the pro mike austin deuce McAllister, with you until six o'clock tonight and been talking a little college football, been talking some Saints. Now we're going to talk some Pelicans. The Pelicans beat the Utah Jazz last night, 112-105. to They will host the Los Angeles Lakers at 6 o'clock. That'll be New Year's Eve. Now the Lakers are 17-15 and right now. They beat Charlotte last night, but they've got a back-to-back. They've got to go play in Minnesota and then a back-to-back on Sunday night with the Pels. And joining us now, the voice of the New Orleans Pelicans, an all-around good guy, Todd Graffinini. Welcome to the show, Todd.
4: Thank you for the uh, compliment, Mike. Um, I hope you guys had a very Merry Christmas. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, continuing this homestand here and hopefully can end it on a, on a real good note, as you mentioned, the Lakers on Sunday and then wrapping it up on Tuesday against the Brooklyn Nets.
3: Yeah, Todd. When you look at it, you know, um, particularly with AD and LeBron, I know uh, Coach Darvin Ham commented that he expects them both to play. You know, just talk about how big of a matchup that is, or at least a game. Not even just a matchup that is for the Pelicans to be able to play that game at home. When you played them, kind of really, it wasn't at home in Vegas, but it was definitely a pro Laker crowd.
4: No doubt, Deuce. Um, yeah, that Sunday night's going to be interesting to me because I think it's all about. I mean, quite honestly, pride uh, after what happened in Vegas. And, you know, people actually forget because it ended up such a lopsided game that the Pels actually had a lead after the first quarter in that game in Vegas. And it was 53-52 in the second quarter. And then uh, LeBron, who had been out of the game uh, as the Pels made the run to, to trail by one, LeBron came back in, and that was pretty much it. I mean, the Lakers wound up uh, having as big of a lead as 44 points in that game. So it's really how the Pels are going to come out on Sunday night. And, and and just, you know, remember what happened in Vegas. I mean, you you got to take that stuff personally. Uh, and you, you just, you've got to just play better. Now, that being said, um, since the Lakers hit the trade, uh, right before the trade deadline last year, they picked up Rui Hachimura in late January and then in February basically re-hauled their roster. And since they have done that, um, they have been a big-time problem for New Orleans uh, as far as matchups. So, and, and when you get LeBron James and especially Anthony Davis, who if he's motivated and fully engaged – There's no debate. He's a top-five player in the league. And right now, you could make an argument that Anthony Davis is playing his best basketball in his career. Uh, He has just been outstanding. Now, their supporting cast has let them down a little bit, and that's why their record is what it is. But if those two guys are playing, and like you said, Darvin Ham mentioned that they're expected to play on the second of a back-to-back, it's just going to be a problem because LeBron is, you know – drinking from the fountain of youth i don't know what it is what it is but he, he's playing like he's 22 years old and not 39
3: and you go back to
4: uh, it's, it's incredible.
3: You go back to that second quarter. I think it was their first possession, and he hit a three at the top of the key. And I think it was at one point he had, he had like nine nine straight points. Uh, you yeah. know, and with with the majority of them being threes. And I, we're, we're not talking about easy threes. We're talking about no. one one was at the almost at the uh, top of the key or right there um, on, on the logo, the long one. And once he hit that yeah. one, it was almost it, like we
4: were just in awe of uh, exact, just him. Uh, I, I agree, Deuce. That last three, he basically hit from the strip. I mean, he was that far out. So, um, yeah, he, he's just he's the GOAT. I mean, he's the best player in the history of the league when you're talking about points scored and he's up the ladder in assists and he just defies logic. But, yeah, it, it's going to be fun. I mean, what more do you want as a, as a fan? New Year's Eve at 6 o'clock. The game's going to end in plenty of time for everybody to head out and about after, and you got the Lakers. I mean, it's, you know, you don't you – don't, no hype machine is is needed for uh for the game on Sunday.
3: Now, the blender, the smoothie king sh- center should be blood- buzzing for sure. Talk a little bit about uh the Utah game, and you know you talk about how this team uh, um has struggled at times with closing, having a double digit lead, and then uh, the third quarter hadn't been kind to us uh, probably this year, and it wasn't really kind to you. In the last game but you were able to close and it was uh even the last couple of games even a guy like Trey he was ice cold but I mean he was able yep. to close that game and hit a couple of big threes down the end but just talk a little bit about the confidence that you see in this team from that game and even from last night's game as well
4: well dude she needed positive reinforcement I mean you were at the the second Memphis game I, I, I saw you briefly after and it, you know that game ended up like the Rockets game, the, the, the game before, and then, of course, a week before, the first Memphis game. All three of those games, the Pelicans had a double-digit lead. All three of those games in clutch situations, everything just kind of went stagnant on the offensive end, and you could see you know, the Grizzlies and, and the Rockets make their run, and, and then ultimately New Orleans was not able to finish the games. And sure enough, you go back to the game last night, and it was shaping up exactly the same way. Pelicans built up an 11-point lead. And then kind of midway through the fourth quarter, Utah makes their run. They make it close, and you're thinking, well, are you going to you know, take the step and learn from what has happened in the last week, or are you going to fall back into the old habits? And thankfully, uh, the Pels took the step forward, and a lot of that had to do with Larry Nance Jr., who had missed a month uh, with a with a Bunch of injuries. I mean, officially it was a broken rib. He was recovering from that. But he had all sorts of ailments. And he is 100% now. And he made a huge difference down the stretch in that game. Hustle plays, you know, getting on the ground, uh, five steals. He had nine points, seven rebounds. And the rest of the guys really followed suit. And as you mentioned, Trey had not made a shot the entire game and winds up making back-to-back threes down the stretch in in the second one pretty much ice the game. But you had to have something positive happen in clutch situations. And I heard you guys talking before the break that since that Vegas game against the Lakers, the Pelicans have been playing very solid ball. And that's the truth. Um, I mean, you can't obviously take those three games away. But if you pull those games out, two against Memphis and and one against the Rockets, you're on a 10-game winning streak right now. Um, because they have been playing well. It's just closing these games out. Um, you know, lost in, the, in all the shuffle. Uh, last week, Pels went up to Cleveland and beat the Cavaliers, who are a very tough team, by double digits in their own building. Cleveland just beat Dallas and Dallas a couple nights ago when they trailed by 20 points. So um, there's no doubt in my mind the Pelicans can beat any team in this league when they are playing solid basketball and they played really well last night um but the key was they were able to finish the game and and i tell you it was it was a mix of happiness and relief uh that the game ended the way that it did last night and of course utah has had our number the last couple of years we hadn't beat them in two years they'd won five in a row uh against the pels so it, it was a really really solid win for many many reasons
2: well, let me just say that the Cleveland victory was not lost on two people who were sitting at SoFi Stadium watching the Saints play that night, and so we we, we had kept a little a little eye on it, and it was good to see that that road win. And and you know, I I'm kind of curious because New Orleans outscored Utah 62-42 in the in the paint last night. Yes, and I and I thought that was enormously kind of stood out to me. Uh, and I'm I'm kind of curious as if you look down the road. And those three losses that you talk about Houston and the two to Memphis because they were just you know gut wrenching. Does, does this team benefit from that in March? Right? You know how to close out games and maybe Utah is the first trigger of that uh, to come.
4: Uh, I, Mike, I hope so. I, I mean, you would you would hope so. Um, you know, and, and Willie Green talked about toughness also uh, in those losses. You know, Memphis. And he mentioned it. They were tougher down the stretch uh, in those two games. Houston was tougher down the stretch. So um, the good part about it is, is that it is still relatively early in the season, though we're creeping up on January. It's hard to believe. But, um, yeah, you would hope that those losses are going to benefit you in the long run. The problem is, is that you can't get those games back. And as you see in the Western Conference, it is so jumbled up uh, right now, the Pelicans are even with the Dallas Mavericks in the standings right now. Now, Dallas is 6th, but uh, the Pelicans are 7th. And, of course, the cut line for the play-in is 6th seed in the West. But the Pels in Dallas have split their first two games. And on our next road trip, we're going to play two more games in Dallas. So those are going to be huge as well. But they have identical 18 and 14 records. So you've got 14 losses. And, I mean, you think... <laughs> I mean, again, it is what it is. The record is what it is. But you should not have lost those games. You should have 11 losses minimum, and then you could go back to a game in Houston uh, about a month and a half ago. uh, Again, and you can't get those games back, and that's the really, really tough part of it. Because if you were taking care of your business, you could make a solid argument that the Pelicans would be at least, at minimum, the third seed in the Western Conference. Todd, I got a
3: question for you, and I know it's one that you know you don't control or handle. You just watch it and you call it. Uh, a guy, Jordan Hawkins, we saw Jordan get sent down to Birmingham. Uh, he's kind of, you know, when a guy is out or injured, he comes in and he gets in a rotation. But right now, he's probably your 11th, 12th guy that gets to play. Um I know Trey got sent down to Birmingham his rookie year as well. How could it help him to be able to just to get some live action, not just to practice? Because as you know, you're you're, you're with them every day. Those guys they don't get to practice every day just because of the schedule to travel to games. But for him, since he's not getting live reps, what does going down to Birmingham uh, help him be able to do?
4: I'm glad you mentioned Trey, Deuce, because you know Trey went to Birmingham and he got better um, and he didn't pout. He just went there and worked and he was there for a few games and then came back. And of course the rest is history. And you hope Jordan Hawkins who has done nothing wrong. Um, he's. It's just a numbers game right now. And you talked about I mean, You're not going to play 12 guys in an NBA game. It's just, it's just not realistic. You want to keep your rotations to nine and at most really 10 and, You know, I'm knocking on my forehead here, but the Pelicans are healthy, uh, fully healthy, uh, especially now getting Larry Nance back. And it's just, what are you going to do? Who are you going to take out? And, uh, you know, Hawk has been logging some DNPCDs the last few games, and it's just been tough. Now, he played early in the season because Trey Murphy was out the first 19 games. Jose Alvarado was out. Uh, the first few weeks of the season. So Hawkins was playing, and he played well. He, he still leads the team in made threes with 59. He's got to get some run. Uh, I mean, he's just he's got to get out on the court, uh, deuce, and keep that rhythm. He is such an outstanding shooter. Uh, quickest release, definitely on the team. And he also has a mid-range. He can rebound. But, again, it's, it's just a numbers game right now. So if you take the tray route, and you hope that Hawkins does, and he's a mature kid. Uh, obviously won a national championship with UConn last year. Don't pout about it. Go to Birmingham, get your work in. He's going to play a ton and and get up as many threes as you can. Get your points and he'll be back here. Willie Green talked about it last night uh, before the game. Uh, They're very high on Jordan Hawkins. He's going to go to Birmingham, work a little on his defense as well. Uh, They all know he can shoot, but, Get your work done in Birmingham. Come back to the team and and uh, and hopefully be a big part of it down the stretch.
2: Pelicans and the Lakers, 6 o'clock, Smoothie King Center, the voice of the Pelicans, Todd Graffinini. Have a great call Sunday, and we'll talk to you soon, my friend.
4: You guys as well in Tampa, and Happy New Year.
2: Yep, same to you. Pelicans and the Lakers. We'll see how the Lakers do against Minnesota, the 23-7 and Timberwolves. So we'll take a break. My costus McAllister fans and the Pro back after this on WWLAMFM.com always free on the Odyssey app. And don't forget, the Saints in Tampa Bay against the Buccaneers. Our game day coverage begins at 8 o'clock. Join Steve Geller and Charlie Long for the Bet365 first take and then from there, time to check in from your tailgate party at 10 o'clock. It's the Bud Light Countdown to kick off with Bobby Hebert and Steve Geller and kick off high noon, turn down the TV, sync up the home team with Deuce and myself along with Jeff Nowak on the sideline and then after the game, sound off on the Siroc Point after with the Cajun Cannon, Saints and Buccaneers Sunday on WWL Live and for the always free in the Odyssey app, just say Google or Alexa play, WWL, and something we typically do at the start of the show, we didn't today. The final injury report is out, and the game's status. Lonnie Johnson and Ryan Ramchek out for the Saints. Neither had practiced all week, so kind of expected. Uh, Isaiah Foskey, questionable. Uh, Kendra Miller, limited all week, questionable. Olave doesn't have a designation. He was limited. Uh, So that's really the only one that's out there to Two new ones today were Kamara and Lou Headley. That's an illness, uh, but hopefully by Sunday they'll be okay. Really, the the only one that was kind of out there was Olave, but you think that won't be an issue?
3: I don't think it'll be an issue as well. I mean, yeah. I think um, you know he's dealing with an ankle, so right. I mean he's going to be dealing with it, and it's it's really going to be uh, tolerance and you know how painful is it? Um, I know the treatment is probably twenty four seven around the clock for him as far as. Uh, what he's wearing, how he's walking, uh, the rehab for it. Um, so, you know, it's an issue, but it's one that they, they, they think he's going to play.
2: Right. For the Buccaneers, Shaq Barrett, the out, uh, outside linebacker, he will not play. He didn't practice all week. He's got a groin issue. Carlton Davis did not make it out of the concussion protocol. He is out. Also, uh, the tight end, Coe Keft. He, Keft. he is out. Chris Goodwin, is going to play. Uh, He had some knee and some rest issues. They had two guys that could have come back, Rakeem Jarrett, uh, who's on the IR, but he's in his 21-day window, but he is not going to come back. And also the defensive tackle, Mike Green, calf issue, also out. Same situation, 21-day window. So, uh, you know... about what you would expect week 17 bodies taking its toll
3: yeah i mean it's it's the game of football and so it's a physical game and some guys they're going to try to push through it the biggest thing for them is they feel like they have a mulligan and so hey look if these guys aren't available this week we can for sure have them for all hands on deck next week but if we can take care of it now it's almost like they get that two weeks off to kind of fully fully heal
2: right and it's uh i mean you know they they, I watched the. Well, I've watched it several times, but man, that Jacksonville game. They just. It, it felt like there were times that I'm watching Tampa's defense. And I go, they've got to have 12 guys. I mean, they were just. It's they're like, all over. They're flying they around. They were the, just fly exactly. They're flying around the football. And, I mean,
3: and, and they've got a good beat on what teams are trying to do, and so it's all 11 to the football. Right.
2: And and and. and we're, talk about it a little bit later and what baker mayfield does is and a lot of things you talk about he's like the first guy to help up his running back or help up his offensive lineman and you see the offensive lineman doing the same thing they're just flying around offensively and if it's gonna be a tough one for the saints but it's a must win must win for the saints We'll take a break. Fans of the pro, Mike Oss, Deuce McAllister. We'll talk more about the Saints, also the college football semifinal games coming up on Monday. But the news is next. Keep it right here on WWLAMFM.com, always free on the Odyssey app. (sighs)
1: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact.